0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Without darkness, without shadows, and without secrets. Listeners, there is someone knocking on my station door, which must mean Carlos. Carlos, is that you? Come in and welcome home my sweet cart. No, 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 no. 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 Uh,
2: Cecil, I was in the neighborhood and I wanted to stop by. No.
1: Steve Carlsberg. (laughs) You do not get to just stop by the studio. You are not a radio professional.
2: All right, fair, but I've been driving in circles around your station all day listening to the show and and it caught me thinking. You know, John Peters, you know, the farmer. Yes, I do know. (laughs) He was like, hey, y'all, there's a smiling God, and the world is unraveling because I was in 4-H club. And he's mostly right. But I think that it's not a smiling God, but a secret underground
1: missile testing site. No, listen, the secret underground missile testing site is below the rec center, Steve.
2: Well, it's like the faceless old woman recently said while campaigning. She said, uh... I'm replacing all of your digital photo albums with classified pictures of secret missile testing sites. (laughs) I think the faceless old woman understands what's really going on, whereas Hiram is like, Well, I can't really be bothered with looking into government overspending because I am literally a five-headed dragon. (laughs) And then his blue head is like, When you consider the mathematics, there's no benefit to us. And then Grace says... Thinking about government interference makes me sad. And and Violet says, We must be free above all. We must be
3: free and also above all other things.
2: And then his last head just keeps roaring and saying, Your body burns quickly, soft human protesters. But really, I was thinking
1: about what your boyfriend, Carlos, said. Don't you dare, Steve Carlsberg.
2: So, he said... I'm certain I can stop the light from entering Night Vale. I have a simple device that will protect us.
1: I am not dating a munchkin from The Wizard of Oz. That's not... no. You sure? I, I'm quite sure. All right. Fair enough, but
2: look, he, he's, and no offense, Cecil, but he's an outsider. He's not from here. How do we know he's not part of the super underground secret military government that is testing
1: missiles? Steve Carlsberg, did you just accuse my boyfriend of being a secret operative? Well, um, yeah. Because that'd be pretty cool, actually. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It's dangerous awesome. But, but it is, nevertheless, it is not true, Steve. Plus, how many times do I have to tell you that there is nothing secret about the secret missile testing? It is as American as using drug-laced apple pie to test the effects of hallucinogens on innocent citizens.
4: I think he brings up a good point,
1: Cecil. You. How did you get in here?
4: Hey, thanks, interloper. Whoa, cool eyes. Oh, thank you. I wish I could say the same. Cecil, listen, it's hard to get work done when there's all this fighting. And it's hard to smile when there's no working. And if we aren't smiling, then what value do we have? Watch me smile.
1: (laughs) You monster!
2: That was really
4: gross! Do it again. Look at how much better we all feel from that. But right now, no one is being productive. There are angels. Actually, there's not, there's no,
1: not, no, not a thing.
4: And a desert army out there battling for what? For hooded figures, for forbidden dog parks, for a glow cloud?
1: All hail.
4: For the constant terror of a secret police who can invade your home at any time without so much as a letter from human resources?
1: But they are our hooded figures, and it is our glow cloud. All All hail. hail. And this is our town, and it is terrible. But... (laughs) It is ours, and we... We are fighting for it.
4: I used to feel that way about Desert Bluffs. So many secrets and conspiracies and darkness in our days. It all felt so important, so permanent. But then we met the smiling god. Oh! It was wonderful. The sun stopped setting. Or maybe there wasn't a sun anymore. Maybe there was just that other brighter light. Who knows? I do know that I couldn't stop smiling. None of us could. And our smiles seemed better, fuller, wider. Soon we had no need for government cover-ups or secrets, everything was transparent, literally, you could see through everything and everyone, the bones, the blood, the scurrying insects inside every human body, there was so much work to be done such a wonderful company to do it for. Even the ones that resisted the most at first soon found that they loved the smiling God more than anyone. Even the most resistant of radio hosts soon found his way to productive work, happy songs, and a wide, gaping smile. So Let's do this together, Cecil. Believe with me in a smiling God. The greater Nightvale and Desert Bluffs metropolitan area, a town with not one, but two happy, helpful
1: voices. Listeners, Kevin has just opened up the studio door, only It is not the studio door. It is an oak door and and light, a blinding light is pouring in and everything is becoming translucent. Do you see, friends,
4: the beautiful majesty of living as one under the unrelenting love of a smiling god? Wow, I mean,
2: it's a very pretty light. You know, that company picnic of yours sure wasn't fun, but I got more done in two weeks than in the rest of my life combined. No, Steve, what are you saying? No! Kevin, before I step into your weird light, let me ask you about schools real fast. Now, my stepdaughter Janice is 10 years old, and the elementary schools are okay, but I don't know if I can afford to send her to private school when she's a Say bit no old.
4: more, Steve Carlsberg desert bluff schools are top notch. Young Janice can take college prep courses as early as 12. Our charter schools even have great medical programs where they can heal her of all her problems. I'm sorry. uh, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, um, Janice's uncle here. What do you mean by heal her? She can't walk, right? Yeah. Oh I no,
4: mean, she, since birth. She can't. Well, rather than build all those crazy ramps and elevators, we just fix people, so that they can become better and more productive.
2: You are awful and gross, and I was only being polite about your eyes. They are weird.
1: Now you listen to me. Listeners steve carlsberg has just picked up kevin by his blood-stained lapels
2: you will not change my hometown you will not change my stepbrother and kevin of desert bluffs you will not change or fix
1: or do anything at all to my little girl And, and and steve Siva's carrying him to the open oak door and and he just pushed him through into that blinding, awful light. Oh, smile! And... And Kevin is gone.
2: I did not like that guy very much.
1: Me neither. Um, thanks, Steve.
2: Anything for my girl. <laughs> Try and tell me if there's something about her needs fixing.
1: You know, Steve, uh, we have our differences. So many differences. <laughs> More differences yeah, than not. Yeah, I what you're yes. saying about the differences. But, I am glad. That you are there to take care of Janice, and she could do a lot worse. Cecil! Oh! See, I, oh. I, I, no. no! No! Never again! No! Please! Leave my studio and and just stop barging in here with your stupid ideas about the world. Okay, I'll see you around, Cecil. Great. Oh,
2: hey there, Steve Carlsberg. Aren't you important looking
1: <laughs> Dana, Dana, you are. You're actually back in the studio, and this is not just an image or an apparition.
5: I am. I'm home. Our time and space finally, finally meet again. Oh,
1: this is a happy, happy day.
5: I am so glad to see you too, Cecil. But I also came back to talk to the whole city. <clears throat> People of Nightvale. There is a light drowning out our sun and our minds. But there are angels and an army of masked warriors fighting back this terrible menace. Nightvale, stay safe. Stay home and do not get caught in the dangerous crossfire. The desert army and the angels, they are here to save us. People of Nightvale!
1: Oh, um, Dana! I'm sorry Dana but I I think that's Tamika Flynn from her secret broadcast site.
3: People of Night Vale, hear me. Tamika? The Tamika Flynn?
5: Oh hi, I'm Dana. I have heard so much about you. You are an
3: inspiration. You are a hero. Thank you Dana, but I am not a hero. Or we all are. Or the word has no meaning. We must all save our town and ourselves. People of Night Vale, I'm calling you to arms. There are beings claiming to be angels, and this foreign army of giants fighting. Why can't we?
1: Well, uh, th- yes, that's good, but...
3: People of Night vale,
1: oh.
5: angels are definitely real. They are powerful, and recently very wealthy, and they are tough to kill unlike humans who die easily and unexpectedly all the time from all sorts of little causes just wait
3: and let them save us
1: ah i see people
3: of nightvale do not be defined by how you can die but how you can live it is like the great writer and orator booker t washington once said in all things social we can be as separate as fingers, yet one as the hand in all things essential to destroying a smiling God.
5: Stay safe, Night vale. Stay indoors and we will broadcast
3: to let you know when it's all over. Get out there, Night vale. Grab anything you can and fight. Grab a slingshot and a book. Say, an Amy Bender short story collection, or Milorad Pavic's Dictionary of the Causers. Or, if not a book, grab a rock. Or, the throwing stars that come standard in most issues of McSweeney's. Grab anything you can, and fight. Do not believe in heroes, believe in citizens. Be a citizen.
1: Dana, I I know that you have planned this well, and you are incredibly smart, right, but I think Tamika whatever. might be right. Um, no I, I think we I have to all do this together, together and, and and let us not repeat our sin of inaction. I mean Oh it, it has grown so bright. And I cannot see much, but what I can see is nearly transparent and and I'm forgetting and everything is coming apart. And I can see the great glowing coils of the universe unwinding. Night veil, vale, Our time. Our time is now. Let us raise our fists and shout. I can, I can almost hear it. I can almost hear a crowd shouting, Take. Down. Strax." I can almost hear that crowd, but I cannot quite hear them. They need to raise their hands and shout it louder. They need to shout, Take Down Strex! Every single one of them, Take Down Strex! Louder! Take Down Strex! And they scream it! Take Down Strex! And then they stop, not because they do not care, but because they are people that are far away and not part of this story. <laughs> they are part of a different story, a different fiction. But realizing this, they all shrug and sadly murmur to each other, take down Strix. Take down Strix." Yeah, takedown shirts. And then, then they are quiet and they hope for that rarest element of all. They hope for the best. But in this story, in this fiction, I, I hear the sound of Nightvale fighting back. And as the light of this smiling god grows brighter, and as the shouts of this defiant night veil grow louder, and as I reach for my own personal copy of Kate Chopin's The Awakening, well, more specifically for the tear gas canisters that came attached to the hardback edition, I take all of you, all of us that are fighting, all of us, Together, all of us, all of us, to the weather.
6: I all grown up college shapes And high-heeled shoes You cross the board Just the decent thing to do we have all been introduced You brought your new friend I brought my shake hands Make her see it's due But it takes its toll. Rings, and it's better to just pretend that I can't see you waving. Can't hear you call my name. I know how much you hate it. Maybe I gotta walk away. You once said if we were careful, that we could do this all our lives. One of us got clumsy, both of us got wise. And now I we're not so young, so I wish it well was time We've been living. Too long, too close, and I'm ready to let you go. You're walking past me, and I know that jealousy is a perfect waste of time. But left to my devices.
1: you've reached the voicemail of Cecil Palmer. I'm off doing some important journalistic work, or maybe just petting Koshek. but either way, leave me a message.
7: Cecil, hey, um, it's Carlos. I, I, I hate that I got your voicemail, but listen, I figured it out. So we can't shut the oak doors unless everyone is back where they belong. And every moment those doors are open, more of that light gets through into Night vale. I couldn't figure out why we couldn't just keep the doors closed for good. And it was really frustrating to have a problem I couldn't solve. And then I got sad because I couldn't solve it. But then I did solve it and I felt so happy. <laughs> So those are some, but not all, of the emotions that I had. Here is what I found. Nightvale is a place that is difficult to leave and difficult to enter. And connecting a place as weird as that with a place as weird as this was causing a lot of strain on linear time and space. So those native to Nightvale, Dana, John, the angry woman in the intern shirt, all had to return home. And the masked army all had to come back here, which they did. Just moments ago, the last of them came back through the door. It is so exciting when you make a scientific discovery like that. I was very happy. (laughs) But then, as the last of the masked army members came through the door, it slammed shut and vanished. And I remembered that I am not from Nightvale. I remembered that as far as the laws of the universe are concerned, it is not where I belong. Cecil, I don't even remember how I got to Nightvale in the first place. I mean, where is Nightvale even? But I promise I will find a way back. It'll just take a couple of days, a week, max. I'll be fine. I'm a scientist. (laughs) Cecil, a scientist is usually fine. Maybe a few weeks, I don't know. The upside is Dana was right. I have had ninety-seven percent battery all day and decent reception, so we'll at least get to talk every night. Best of luck at home. I love you,
1: listeners. Night Vale fought together every citizen. High school football coach, Nazar al-Mujahid, in response to the strex workers' ghastly smiles, showed them that thing that he can do with his tongue, which made many of them stop smiling and run screaming away. A balaclava-clad man wearing a mitre cloak and a giant silver star, and speaking through a vocoder, you know, the man that we all believe to be the sheriff of Nightvale was dropping heavy bricks down on the invaders from his hover office in the clouds. Simone Rigado. The Transient, who lives in the Earth Sciences building at the community college, found some experimental fish in the lab closet and put them into the fuel tanks of the yellow helicopters, which were already incapacitated by several plastic bags that had blown out of the forbidden dog park. And then, you know, wrapped themselves up in the rotors. And... Old woman Josie and her supposed angel friends protected the empty lot where she plans to rebuild Nightvale's old opera house. The Strex attackers were picked up by her winged friends and flown far into the sky, higher than even the sheriff's hover office. And, of course, a group of teenagers led by Tamika Flynn chased out everyone at StrexCorp headquarters by slingshotting copies of Stephen Covey's best-selling self-help book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the civilization of tiny people living below lane five of the desert flower bowling alley and arcade fun complex... well, they did something. I'm, I'm not terribly sure, but, you know, because they're too tiny to be noticed amid all the action. Which is to say, Strex has retreated. And the blood-covered office workers are gone. And... And the old oak doors, they are also gone. And with them, that penetrating, vicious light, and we are safely in darkness once again. A very wealthy-looking and mostly nude being named Erica, who introduced themselves as You know, an angel or whatever. Then wrote a check to purchase Strex Corp. And while they are not technically for sale, there was no one to decline the offer. So according to American business law, that is a legal acquisition. It is not yet known what the angels will do with the vast corporation they now own. And I think, at last, we are ourselves. We are Nightvale once again. Even here at the station, the Office of Station Management now is just a stone slab covering a dark cave. A pulsing red glow around its edges, filling my mind with sad and monstrous visions when I walk past the door. So it seems like our old management is back in charge. And that is, well, I think that's a good thing. I think. I mean, it's possible that that is, in fact, terrifying news. So, I think, I I guess, we won.
8: Speaking of winning.
1: Yes! Right! The election. Okay. Well, it looks like we didn't quite get all of the votes in yet, so we are going to speed things up. Listeners, listeners. Wherever you are listening to this, just follow along. When I say the name of the candidate you prefer, raise your hand. So, I will say the name, you raise your hand, and the cameras that are everywhere in town watching your every move will count your vote. So, raise your hand to vote for Hiram
0: McDaniels. I thought there would be more. Do they not like me?
2: Raise your hands for me! Or I
1: will relieve you of the burden of having hands! Up! All right. Okay. Hands down. Now, raise your hand for the faceless old woman who secretly lives in your home.
8: I I am in your home at this very moment. I am, in a way, your guest. It would be rude as a host if you did not raise your hand for me while I was sitting right there, unseen, next to you. It might make me angry. I've never been angry. I wonder what I'm like when I'm angry. It will be interesting for us to find out together if you do not raise your hand for me. Oh,
1: okay, okay, great. Hands down. Now... I am fairly certain that some of you voted for both. Mm -hmm. And thus, negated yourselves. You'll know if one of your friends did this because they will soon fade from existence forever. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's all the votes in, but of course, none of the votes matter. Because the election is decided by the pulses coming from Hidden Gorge. I am now being handed the results by an election official in full uniform, a Plague Doctor mask, an off-brand Snuggie, and stilts. And the next... Mayor of Nightvale is.
0: I just want to thank every person who voted for me. You're all winners in my book. And we've recorded all of your names right here in this book.
8: I just ate one of your highlighters. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. I'll replace it with a crow's feather just as soon as I am mayor. Okay.
1: Oh, well, it says here that the next. Mayor of Nightvale is Dana Cardinal. <laughs>
0: I, 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 I'm sorry, Cecil. Cecil, I, I don't want to get obnoxious about this, but it's pronounced Hiram. That- that wasn't even close. I, I know, uh, I'm,
1: I'm sorry, this must be a disappointment to you both, but I, I'm just yeah. reading what the gorge has decreed. Your former
8: intern, Dana? But she wasn't even a candidate. <laughs> yeah, no. And she's so young and not ancient. Well,
1: Dana, the intern who came home, it is like I told you once, you were always important. This is unacceptable! Prepare to burn! And, and you were always somebody, and now age has uncovered the you that was... <laughs> Okay, Hiram, please. I'm 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 Sorry, in the middle of doing him. something right now. It's the you that no, it's the you that always was. But I can't remember what she I said. She
8: can't be mayor. She is a murderer. She killed her own double.
1: Well,
0: now, now, now. I don't know if murder should necessarily disqualify someone from being irrelevant. There is a 50% chance that the victim was Dana original and not Dana double. Oh yeah, thanks, Blue. Forget that other thing I was saying about the murder. She has no proof that she is not a double of herself.
1: That's right, there's no proof of.
8: Everybody knows that being a double is one of the few manifestations of reality that cannot be Nightvale mayor. I do not accept these results. I am no. continuing my campaign, and I will make sure that Dana does not stay mayor for long.
0: And I find myself agreeing with the faceless old woman. We will not rest until one of us is rightfully mayor. Or until nightfall vale burns to ashes and fumes.:
1: Exactly, Green. yes. Now exactly. I really must object to all of this. Come, okay. Hiram,
8: you and I have planning to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, once again, it's just you and me, listeners the bustle of this day has come and gone and now there is the quiet night the universe is unraveling it still is we won the day we won the battle we won whatever unit of measurement you care to say that we won we returned to the dangerous equilibrium we had before which we can only assume or hope or wish is better but of course we did not stop the unraveling of the universe the universe is not a thing that is it is not a thing at all it is the very action of its going it is in fact its own dissolves and our lives the entire span of human existence going back and back and, if we are lucky, forward and forward. The entire span is spent within this dissolve. So look at the fleeting stars with fleeting eyes and feel how the earth beneath you gives. It is all a temporary manifestation of particles, and it is all unraveling back to particulate silence. The bustle of the human day will come and will go. And then there will be night. But how beautiful these moments within the dissolved what a temporary perfection we can find within this passing world everything good ever done everything good that was done today and all the good people doing it and back and back and forward and forward all of that beauty within a universe unraveling be proud of your place in the cosmos It is small, and yet it is. How unlikely. How fantastic. And stupid. And excellent. And... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Um, it looks like I have a voicemail from Carlos. He must have called during the weather. Um, I apologize, listeners. I-, I have to check this, so stay tuned next for more of us and more of me until that inevitable distant point where I and this and everything must end. And as always, good night, Night Vale. Good night.
9: Welcome to Night Vale is a production of Commonplace Books. It is written by Joseph Fink and by Jeffrey Craner. The voice of Night Vale is Cecil Baldwin. The voice of Hiram was Jackson Public. The voice of the Faceless Old Woman was Mara Wilson. The voice of Deb was Meg Bashwinner. The voice of Lauren Mallard was Lauren Sharp. The voice of Kevin was Kevin R. Free. The voice of Tamika was Symphony Sanders. The voice of Dana was Jessica Nicole. The voice of Carlos was Dylan Marin. The voice of John Peters, you know, the farmer, was Mark Gagliardi. The voice of intern Maureen was Maureen Johnson. The voice of Steve was Hal Lovelin. <laughs> Original music by Disparition. Disparition is led by John Bernstein, featuring Deepthi Walaranta, Valerie Evering, and Mari Yamamoto. Today's weather was Call Off Your Ghosts by Dessa. Featuring Abby Wolf and Paper Tiger. Today's proverb Wonderwall is the only 90s song visible from space.
0: Hi, guys. So, One year ago, we did a one-year anniversary party for Night Vale in a bar in lower Manhattan. There was 115 people there. Um, I'm not great at math, but there's a little more than that tonight. This a thing that we love making and we have loved making it since we started it two years ago and um, we would love to continue making it and whether it's for 115 people or for you people or for anywhere we can do it. And we just thank you for helping to make this happen. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so, so much.